Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Bye-bye. Tripping. I'm out of here anyway. We's there. Top of the hour is being brought to you by Northwestern Football. They've got the Aer Lingus Classic in Dublin, Ireland. If you want to get tickets, nusports.com is the way that you can do that. And Transition is being brought to you by Amy Kite of Keller Williams Realty Infinity. Parkins and Spiegel are back better than ever. What up, Lawrence? You are back and better than ever, Thank sir. You. I'm trying. I'm out here trying. Yeah. See you in person. Are we better than ever or are we just back? No, I think. Is this our best? I think so. We've never been better than we are today. I, mean, I like I, that. We're in our prime. I, you know me. I'm, I was partial to the Spiegel and Parkins show, but yes, it's, true. it's, it's a very, very different, different show. Totally yeah. different. Um, but yeah, no, it's good, man. It's, um, it's, it's a very active, newsy day with Rob Manfred talking and then the NBA trade deadline. And then we all get to meet Luke Getze today and yeah. Alan Williams as well. So a lot We're of stuff Very much on. looking forward to that. Yeah. And we get a chance to meet him and see what his vision is. And it's something I will talk about on tomorrow's show. Speaks, I, I want to throw this at you because I was talking about this in, in, the, in two segments ago. It would have been... Earth-shattering news five years ago that baseball was going to have a universal DH. And today it was just kind of like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. No, you're right. And uh, Danny, in fact, said, "What wasn't that... Wasn't that, like, already done? And I said, no, it wasn't officially done. But all the baseball writers have been saying that that was going to come out of this collective bargaining agreement. It's an it, easy chip to agree with for both sides. That there was no question, like, that when this deal gets done, that was going to be in there. So it hadn't officially been conceded or mm-hmm. signed on, but everyone seemed to know that that was going to happen next year. And we can keep talking about baseball, obviously, but just for the record, trade deadline has passed in the NBA and no reported deal uh, for the Bulls. AK is supposed to talk at 245, I believe. Yes. So we will obviously have reaction to that, and you'll hear him on the show. And, uh, you know, something could still be reported and maybe has not come through to the league office. Uh, Shams just tweeting Daniel Tice back to the Celtics. You yeah, see that one? Exactly. Well, that's the one. Yeah, Dennis Dennis Schroeder to the Rockets, and uh, Tice is going back there. So, uh, yeah, but no, no Bulls move as the deadline comes and goes. Could still get involved in the buyout market, but uh, suspect they will. No Paul, Paul Millsap, part of the uh, Harden and Simmons deal. Yeah, yes? so he's probably not going to be 
an option, I wouldn't think. You think? Because Philly ended up giving up a bunch in terms of bodies and stuff. So they're going to. Drummond, right? Yeah, so, Drummond so yeah, they and probably Curry. need the size. So. Probably keep Millsap at this point. Let yeah. me ask you both. If you're the Bulls, like let's say that you were working deals. Once you hear that the Harden deal, the Harden Simmons deal goes through, would that change your, like if you were running the Bulls, would that change how you were viewing this season with this team? It's a good question because both teams had their championship odds go down. Like it's, you know, it, it improved both teams. In terms of the odds and, I think, perception, which is a fascinating thing to happen with a blockbuster at the deadline. Well, yeah, and, I mean, it's kind of interesting, right, like that the Nets right now would be the eight seed, but they are the odds-on favorite to win the title. Mm-hmm. They're, you know, four and a half, five to one right now at, at most spots because – so, Lawrence, to answer your question, I, I think the answer to that is no because I think you're always best suited to look at your team and try to just – how do I put the best team – on the floor, and I got I, I can only deal with my assets, and I cannot really worry about those other teams. But what is true, and I think it speaks to your point, I, which is, I assume is the point, is that both those teams got better. The East got a lot tougher, so the Bulls' chances inherently decreased, right? like They become the fifth team in the East. Yeah. Um, I still like their – I want to see them at full strength. For a real period of time. Them at five or six with an outside shot at four and getting home court for a playoff series, that was the peak of what our expectation conversations were before the season yeah, began. Yeah, you're right. That was if everything went right C- for Correct, them. You're correct. Right. Uh, you know, it, at full strength, we're like, all right, that's right where they're supposed to be. Maybe they could host a playoff series. And that's... That's back where we are. That's back where we are. And they're impressive, and we'll see. And matchup dependent, they could beat anybody in a playoff series, I think. But matchup dependent, yeah, for I mean, sure. I think that they, you know, like they'd be an underdog clearly, right? Like you got to like the Bucks' chances as long as Giannis is healthy. Um, Philly has been incredibly impressive with Embiid playing at an MVP level, and then they get another MVP caliber player who actually will play for them. The Nets... Those hamstrings are going to be just fine. They're going to be fine. Yeah, he's gonna, Immediately. Yeah, exactly. And with, he's so unlikable. <laughs> it's just remarkable how unlikable he is. The game is unlikable, and just... This is the second time he's quit in, what, two two years? One year. <sighs> Yeah, right. Yeah, two seasons. Two seasons. It's been one year. Forty games. Hamstrings hurt. Did you see the thing I retweeted, Lawrence, from this from the stripper? I don't follow a lot of strippers. I'm just sharing it that somebody uh-huh. else shared. Um, Hillary was her name from 21 hours ago. I just gave James Harden a lap dance, and he told me he's a sixer. Then 26 minutes ago, told you so. <laughs> Breaking news, right? Yeah. Pretty Wet great. butt 23. <laughs> yeah. Katy Perry's something hole. Yes. Yeah. It's oh man! Out here breaking news. <laughs> and I mean, those those sources. are the sources oh, yeah. closest to James Harden, figuratively and literally. Yeah, a Honestly. source, a source above and to the left, barely of James Harden. I, I've told the story before. Not touching James Harden, but close enough to give you this this Sixers take. A source taking twenty dollar bills repeatedly from James Harden. Tells no, us. I bet I bet those, those are, are hundos. hundos. Yeah, yeah, that's a good call. That's a good call. Blue ones too.
The guy had his jersey retired at Dreams in Houston within like two months of becoming a rocket. Mm. He spent so much money at the strip club that they put his jersey in their rafters. <laughs> like, that is just such a legendary NBA story. Uh, Source is close to <laughs> It's really good. It's, 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 a, it's a great league. Um, I, this stat blew me away. After all that, Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, James Harden played a grand total of 16 games yep. and 364 minutes together. Insane. Wow. Not all the super teams work out, people. That is crazy. Like, it was mountains, argue- mountains were moved to make that happen. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like, seasons were and franchises were held hostage. It was arguably the greatest collection of offensive talent ever assembled and they statistically that's exactly what it was yeah and they won nothing and played 16 games together and it was Harden was out of shape KD's foot was on the line Kyrie wouldn't get vaxxed like it was just can one I, thing after the next. Can I acknowledge that that is the way of modern sports and certainly the modern NBA and acknowledge that I wish the Bulls got in on it, okay? While also still having some schadenfreude, some happiness when it explodes like that. Because I do have that. I find myself with that. Good. Sorry that didn't work. I would love to see Embiid and Harden not work. I'm enjoying as the as bad as the Lakers are right now, my God, are they terrible? Did you see the Even end them LeBron's last night? LeBron's playing Le- great. LeBron is playing unbelievably well. Meanwhile, they're down three, and there's a missed shot with less than ten seconds left, and nobody tries for the rebound last night. That team is so completely and utterly broken. So I still have some Schadenfreude when the super teams don't pull it together. I, I don't. That's think, just the way it is. Yeah, in I, my heart of hearts, I, I honestly don't feel that way though about Embiid and Harden. Because Darryl, I'm with you on that, Danny. Like, to, I like and Embiid. I, and I'm not even really an Embiid. I I, I kind of think that he's a bit of a jerk, but he's a great player. I've loved Embiid since KU, and I think that he just like his story and his development and the work ethic and the the trolling and the the personality and the trash talk, but also. James Harden is Daryl Morey's favorite player, favorite player, and arguably like creation in terms of like right. being all in on the analytics and how to play the game. And so he goes to Philly, leaves Houston, and then he moves a mountain to get his favorite player back. So like Philly doesn't feel at all like a super team to me. Okay, it fe- it feels like Embiid's been there since the beginning and has gone through hell. Right, with the, with the process and with Simmons and with different coaches. And with his body and all that. No, that's yeah, true. And the, and the injuries. And then Daryl Morey gets there, and ben, he inherits the Ben Simmons situation, which is an all-NBA player and a first-team all-defense all guy who's just unwilling to play. I hear you. I'll be, uh, I'll be more open-minded to them uh, in, in, that, in that way. I can understand that. I, just, I don't like when somebody hissy-fits their way into a situation and, and, and just flat-out quits the way Harden does. So that makes twice. them twice. Uh, I, I, makes them inherently I get that. Unlikable. I'm just saying the basketball part of it in Philly 
to me is it, it, I don't feel like that's a super team. It's two great players. Uh, you know, Tobias Harris is a good player, and they kept Matthias, which was nice. And but you know, they gave they gave up a lot. Gave up yeah, a they lot. did. They did give up a lot. Uh, they to, gave up a, a, an unprotected one. And then the 2027 one. But Drummond, you could have got something for Drummond. Yeah. So, I mean, the, I'm actually a little surprised the Sixers didn't turn around and trade the draft picks that they got. I thought that they were going to be maybe even play for Jeremy Grant today with those picks. to Because, like, the Nets, <laughs> they're awesome. <laughs> like, like it, it's, a be, it's a better basketball team. It's not as, like, uh, much of a cheat code offensively. But don't you feel like Simmons, Kyrie, and Durant makes more basketball sense oh, yes. absolutely. than Harden, Kyrie, and Durant? 100%. Especially when you got two guys that are kind of ball dominant, although KD can kind of do whatever he wants. Like, And now you've got a guy that's like, I don't need to shoot. I got these dudes. Phenomenal and, situation. And Joe Harris, like when Joe Harris is healthy, like they, they he can now kind of blend in. And then the way that he helps you defensively, being able to switch one through five, like man, like I Brooklyn to me, if they want, like if, if things go their way, like they with, with vaccines and like COVID cases all over America starting to come down and maybe some of the mandates change by the time we get to April and, and the playoffs, this could be very problematic for the rest of the NBA. But what's cool about this and to speak to both of your points you look at the collection of talent that Brooklyn put together and you go, oh, my God, it's Kyrie Irving. Like, maybe the best ball handler in the in the history of the game. A guy who can get to the lane and get his shot no matter what. KD, maybe the, the best scorer of this era. Like, just pure score. And James Harden, whose game is ugly but effective. You look at that and you look at the numbers, you look at who those players are, and you say, this is going to work. And then you have to take into the into account the human element. Yes. And Kyrie is mm-hmm. is a strange, strange dude with lots of conspiracy theories and he's tough to get along with. And now because of his um, his vaccine stance, he's become a part time player and that drove Harden crazy, right? On on the human level, this thing did not work. And it's the same thing out in LA where you go, man, this would have been an awesome team five years ago. And then you put the personalities out there, and of course Russell Westbrook is going to react the way that he's reacted to being benched. That guy is an alpha alpha. Like, the the idea of him not playing, even though it makes complete basketball sense at this point, these were things that LeBron didn't keep in mind when he was putting this team together. He thought that his cult of personality, his sheer will, was going to be able to drag these dudes to to being a contender. And now he's like, this sucks. Like, this whole thing that I put together really stinks. Yeah, it's fairly remarkable that he could win the scoring title this year. LeBron, LeBron could be the leading scorer in the league, and their team is just complete trash. And the anti, what the contender that is the anti, what you guys are talking about, is Milwaukee. Yep. All they did was, we'll just go ahead and Serge Ibaka. We still got Giannis. We still got Middleton. We still got Holiday. Mm-hmm. We still got Bobby Portis, Grayson Allen, Connaughton. Like, just tough, defensive-minded, been playing together for a few years now. 
add another versatile two-way player who's played in huge games, and if Giannis is healthy, nobody wants to play them. But And I don't think the Bulls can get the one seed anymore, but the one seed is so big now in, in the East. Like, not only for home court, but just trying to avoid some of these teams because Brooklyn is too good now. To, they're, not, they're not in the play-in tournament. That's not happening. The uh, Mavericks trading Chris Tapp's Porzingis earlier in the hour uh, to the Wizards for Spencer Dinwiddie, and we'll see what else is in the package there. That is a tragedy for first basket betters like myself. Chris Stapps. <laughs> Was your guy? Oh, dude. Luca would be like, Chris Stapps, go ahead. No, you get the first one. We need to get you going, and you would enjoy it. And then I'll just be the king of usage for the rest of the game. Yeah, but you but, can but have this one up front. With Bradley Beal out, Speed. Maybe I mean, he'll still be that guy. He probably is still that guy. We'll see. But it was it was uh, the personality of Luke and Chris Tapps just made it so obvious they were gonna let's just feed the big man up front try to get him feeling get good. him what he needs yeah uh, Texter's enjoying the idea of Shams Woj and strippers as your NBA newsbreakers yeah please welcome to the stage <laughs> Destiny with breaking NBA news <laughs> she has her blue check <laughs> the followers are skyrocketing. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Whatever it takes yeah, to get sure. your stories, man. Yeah, that's Twitter. That's Honey, I'm going out. I'm working on a story. <laughs> that's citizen journalism. <laughs> journalism, that's right. And, that the, and the trust that, that these sources have in that conduit mm-hmm. to, to, hey, don't tell anyone this, but I'm going to be a 76er. I'm going to tell everybody. Yeah, she only has like 900 followers at the moment. Well, that's that, that, going to climb. That's going to change. Yeah, yeah, that number's going up. I'm sure you, you'll be getting hit for that Venmo or <laughs> Cash App immediately <laughs> upon follow. Casey Johnson saying, from my understanding, the Bulls never seriously considered including Patrick Williams in any package. Good. I'm so, okay with that. Mid-March is what he heard as a soft target date for his return. That is plenty of basketball games. If he comes back in mid-March, that would be awesome. You could talk, you know, you could, he could have 20 I games. I don't know if it's, games. I don't think it's, I don't know if it's plenty. What do the Bulls have left? Don't they have 25 games left? Well, and we got the all-star break coming up, right? So mm-hmm. let's see. Mid-March, let's just say, so mid-March, if he comes back March, they play the 12th, 14th, and 16th. So let's say he comes back March 16th against Utah. That'd be Bulls three, got 27 games six, left. Four before nine, the break. 12. If yeah, if he comes back March 16th, he'd had 14 games. 14 regular season games. Mm, it's all right. It's, I mean, it's all it's enough. I think it's probably enough to get him at least accl- reacclimated. Right. Yeah, there's a couple things. There's game shape and then there's comfort with role, which is what we were waiting for early on uh, with him, like what he's supposed to do. Because they want him to be, and I'm remembering from early in the year, and we'll have time to revisit, but like be aggressive with your shot, but don't take too many shots, right? Like he was getting in his own head in terms of like, am I just supposed to be the defensive guy and the rebounder well, or summer am I supposed league, to be part of it? Summer league, they were like, be the one. Yeah. Be, pre- pretend like you are, you know, Zach Levine, DeMar DeRozan, be the one. And it was uh, not natural to him. And then he got there on this team and everyone was trying to figure out their roles and he was never, you know, he was the fourth or fifth option Mm -hmm. in every lineup that he was a part of. I think maybe Vooch having found his comfort level will help a little bit, potentially. I just feel like for given what happened there, my guess is that they're going to say 
take the shots that come to you, but you're a defensive guy. We, we need your rebounding. We need your energy. We need your defense. We need you to guard the other team's best wing. It's kind of interesting with him because I feel like the best big when it like comes wing. to him being a scorer, you go, you're probably going to be a decent scorer. When I think of him defensively, I think he can be an elite defender. Right. And it's just, it's like you've got Caruso and you have Ball, who are both really good defensive players, but we've just seen it so much this year that sometimes they're guarding guys that are four or five inches bigger than them. Mm -hmm. Like, you want those guys guarding, I know it's positionless basketball, but you want those guys guarding ones and twos, not not threes and fours, right? Like, Caruso should not be guarding Julius Randle. And the playoffs come. Okay, Pat, you got Giannis. Here you go, man. Right. Do your best. Yeah, there you go. That I mean, that's that is what it's going to be. Go move. Yeah, go move your feet as best you can. Get up in the air as best you can. But he, that's that's the He's not there are obviously teams that have better players, but in terms of he's young, he's bouncy, he's got a 7-foot wingspan, he's a willing defensive player. A that's de- about a, the best the Bulls can do. A developing perimeter shooter. You know, but just in terms of defense, like not many teams are going to throw yeah, I, I just I, there was a while there where I really thought they were going to move Kobe, and I think if Lonzo and Caruso were healthy, they might have uh, moved Kobe because I don't think they're going to want to sign him to the extension that he's eligible for this summer, which means they're going to end up in the final year restricted free agent, um, you know, push pull with Kobe, and we'll see what they can do next year at the trade deadline, like they were trying with Markinen, and that didn't work, you know. So I I just thought maybe they'd get something right now. But without the depth, without the depth in the backcourt, they decided not to, and I get it. So will there be room in today's show for baseball talk? For sure. Manfred's tone was better than expected today, I thought. It was interesting. So, yeah, there's some stuff to talk about, and the answer is Kendall Graveman. It's the last pitcher to have an official at bat in a DH MLB game. three you forget about TSL? I mean, uh, yeah, I know, right? Should have been a trivia question. Three-pitch <laughs> strikeout in the ninth inning against Drew Smiley. So from Ron Blomberg to Kendall Graveman, the history of the DH, my column. So I just saw Shane's Twitter account that we have. We have Poochie from uh, the, the Wiener Circle. Oh, okay. Yeah, Poochie. Yeah, from the Wiener Circle on to dis- good catch that guy to discuss uh, what she would say if confronted with the brick thrower at the Chicago institution that is the Wiener Circle. So Have we- your finger on the dump button. Yeah, exactly. We'll see how this goes. Uh, we meet Luke Getze at three o'clock today. In his own words, our guy David Hochberg is going to be in to talk about something important. Dave Wanstead for a couple segments in the four o'clock hour, and as we continue our score interview series to celebrate thirty years of this great radio station, we had Mike North. We had Dan Jiggetts today, Matt Abatacola at 5 o'clock. Yeah, I was wondering because it seemed like yesterday it was um, have a placeholder and in case of emergency, Jay Zawoski. <laughs> yeah, well, we had been, <laughs> we had been in just touch with... Super insulting to Jay Zawoski. <laughs> right, he's got things to do. Yeah, Man's got a family, got a baby. He does? Yeah. Well, we had been in touch with someone who is a... a big name that we needed a little bit of clearance for that we just weren't able to get quite yet you can say that it's murph it's totally fine it's not murph (laughs) you know it's not murph uh but then we you know tanny suggested well you know maddie was you know with b&b and super bowl week with the bears and radio row and it's super bowl week so obviously he's been a part of everything at the at this radio station so matt abaticola is our score guest today at five o'clock i love it we had a great time it was 
that that Bears Super Bowl trip was legendary because hmm. the whole station went. Man. Yeah, it, it was phenomenal. We were treated really well, and and Terry was in his bag, man. Like he was he was the star of Radio Row. That's awesome. It, it was just because you know everyone else is kind of doing the sports radio thing, and yeah. Terry was doing the anti sports radio <laughs> thing. Yes, <laughs> and it was fantastic, and it was that that. I'll never forget that Friday's final Bears hit two words with me and Zach because we were absolutely exhausted and completely slap happy. And Jason and Maddie did not help things at all. It was so great and so much fun. And that was the Amanda Beard stuff with Zach. And it was, I'll never, it's one of my favorite moments of ever being. At this radio station. I forgot about the Amanda Beard stuff. So they were they had got to talking at a party or something? Yeah. And right? and I believe they talked later. <laughs> I believe. That's great. They talked later. <laughs> That's so good. Uh, we'll always have Miami. That's right, Amanda. <laughs> <laughs> That's what a amazing. claim to fame. I love picturing Terry as the king of Radio Row. Because at that point... He was an old school radio salt, but still very much in his prime. Yes, and he, he it was basically just like Terry being like, Can you believe these idiots that were surrounded <laughs> yeah, by <laughs> sure? Nobody loathed the industry he was a part of <laughs> quite like that man. It was so great. He entertainingly loathed the industry. And somehow, like, <laughs> I remember um Michelle Nunes, who was the Hooters girl that year, she just hung out with us. Like it, it didn't like she would bring us donuts in the morning. Like <laughs> and she's like, I never I never get a chance to just like sit and eat donuts. And she would just bring donuts and hang out. It's like, this is cool. And she felt completely safe. So, you know, it was all good. That's tremendous. That's great. So yeah, that's the show today, Lawrence. And uh welcome back, man. Good thank to, you, thank you. Good to see you. Glad the travels were good. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.